Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Putting You Over. Yeah. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. with regret and you're watching putting you over boom an interview that we're going to do tonight with the nwa world's champion nick aldis uh i ask you tweet out the stream uh host or, or you know let people know we're all wrestling fans it's going to be a great interview oh shit we're going to get to learn if the NWA is dead or not, are they done? Are they done, Vanessa? Hey, no worries, sir. No worries. What's up, champ? Hello, how are you? You can hear I'm great. I just uh, I had to walk over to my Zoom uh and and pin your video. So I actually pinned the NWA champ, which which is is a tough feat to accomplish. Um, not many have done it. So not many right. not many have done it. And uh my my kids, uh, we were just talking before you got on. My kids were very excited. They always like to know who Daddy's talking to on the show. And I told them uh, who I was talking to, and they didn't know. And then I had to show them because they do they did watch NWA Power, uh, you know, before this pandemic, and they got so excited. They threw a big dance party. They well, I told them it was a big guest, and then they threw a dance party. Uh, so I think maybe they just wanted to have a dance party. But uh yeah, so, so it doesn't seem like something that's uh, synonymous with me necessarily. <laughs> yeah, right. The, like I don't even think. Like I told them, I said, "Okay, this is what I said." I said, "Girls, uh Daddy's got a big guest on tonight. He's a champion." And they go, "Oh, a champion! Let's have a dance party!" And uh and then that's how that happened. So great. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh I want to thank you first of all for giving us your time tonight. Uh, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to uh, Vanessa. And uh, a lot of stuff has, has happened tonight that I didn't even have in my notes. But uh, yes, yes, a lot of stuff. So I'm just going to start with that. Uh, so the NWA is open for business. It's not dead. People are, were saying it's dead. Who was saying that, though, really? Well, that's just like what what kids say, I guess. The, saying that it's dead. No, I think no. 
I, I got to stop you there. What happens is, is that wrestling fans have a tendency to uh, put place expectations on every company to, you know, the, in comparison to the WWE, or in comparison to something with the operating budget, the level of an AEW. And then they're, they're, it's become recreational for fans to, you know, take enjoyment out of sort of the uh, the behind the scenes and the sort of business dealings and and you know the sort of different you know machinations of of the uh, of the sort of administrative side of the business and you know no no they don't actually really know anything that's happening um, we you know the NWA made a conscious decision to sort of sit it out for a little while and sit on the sidelines because we weren't really sure how long this thing was going to last we weren't really sure what we wanted to do uh you know to react to it and we weren't under on any obligation to do so to a network so we you know so we weren't we weren't sort of scrambling like oh we've got to figure something out because we've got to put a show on again next week we just decided to kind of wait it out and obviously it, you know things uh became it became apparent that things were going to be much more serious and much more long term and you know uh not for nothing there was there were some other you know complications as well so it was kind of like yeah, I think that's just, unfortunately, the fans that sort of claim to love the business the most also seem to sort of take this, this you know, seem to have this sort of enjoyment over trying to be puppet masters and sort of controlling the narrative of things and trying to, and one of their favorite pastimes is to kind of uh, mm -hmm. predict the demise of things, you know, and, and particularly anything that, that has the courage to sort of be different. But um no, I mean, there was, you know, look, <laughs> I've, I've been very fortunate that many of my colleagues, many of my contemporaries who worked for supposedly much more secure companies now don't know where their next paycheck is coming from. Whereas I've, I've been get I've been getting paid this whole time, you know? So it's like, from my point of view, I hear this stuff and I go, this is, this is nothing. This is recreational bullshit. And I, I think it's 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 people that sit back just like you said and uh I they're just hoping that like the NWA fails or Ring of Honor fails uh just for no reason at all they don't I don't, any... I don't even know if they I don't even know if they're hoping it fails or they just or it's just interesting yeah it's just it's just like Fodder. it's just recreational to them it's like it's a fun you know it's and I think that's that honestly, I joke about this all the time with, with, uh, with, uh, you know, with my friends in the business is they're like, the reason that it, the companies struggle to make compelling storylines is because everyone's more interested in what's really happening, you know, like, because this, because the real life also, you know, half the people and look, I'm, I'm as guilty of, of this as anyone, but like half the wrestlers are doing better angles on Twitter than they are on their TV shows. Right, you know, and they and they're you know cutting better promos on each other, and they're and and the angles that are happening on Twitter and the and the different you know the real life stuff that's happening about like the behind the scenes of the industry and like who's running what and who's doing this and who's booking and who's writing and who's leaving and who's coming and going. That's more interesting to fans than you know than stuff that they know is is predetermined and contrived. So it's like I think a lot of it just comes down to that. It just it's just like a sort of it's just an interesting sort of gossip, you know kind of uh recreation for them yeah it's like the, the the dirt sheets are public now almost with uh social media yeah it's i mean it's not exclusive to wrestling i mean it's yeah yep. you know that you look at espn and most of you know 
I would the more most of ESPN's programming isn't actually sports. It's just people talking about the sports business. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you know, who's leaving this company and who? Where is he going to go? Is he a free agent? And you know, how much money is he? Is he going to get? Is this you know? Is this general manager going to get fired? Is this coach going to get fired? You know, it's just, it's very it's you know it's just it's a it's a it's an enjoyable sort of hobby for a lot of people to kind of um, you know to to take pleasure in kind of um, in the in the more in, in those more sort of stressful elements of of other people's lives because they can't relate to them because they're obviously you know people that they aspire to be like yeah um, we, we've had uh, Thunder Rosa on here uh, a couple times uh, and she had a big promo tonight on aew challenging uh, Shida Hikaru Shida yes thank you very much thank you very much and uh, the, you know, people have talked m- a multitude of times about you and Cody Rhodes. You guys have have wrestled uh, twice, I believe, uh, or at least two prominent matches. And uh, I think there is a story to be told in another match. Cody dropped the TNT Championship tonight. Can we ever see you in the ring again with Cody? Ever since we. Uh... We faced each other the last time at NWA 70, um, you know, where I regained the title from him in a two out of three falls. It's that, 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 that discussion has never gone away. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was October of 2018. So, you know, it was almost two years ago. Um, and yet, you know, to this day, it's just, it's, it's, it's every day. It's Cody Aldis three, Cody Aldis three. When's that happening? Uh, I've been very, consistent with my response to this my answer to this i'm here i'm ready to ready to make it happen but you know the deal has to be right and um and well you know we've we've both i think we've both known from you know from the from the first time we from all in we've known that there was there was that this is a real rivalry and there's 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 a lot more meat on the bone um so you know i'm not i'm not scrambling to make it happen because it's obvious that you know, the people tell you, the people let you know mm-hmm. what they want. And, and uh, Cody Aldis 3 has, has been, a, you know, one of the most, probably the most consistent sort of request or, or you know, thing that fans have clamored for um, in my career. So, yeah, it's it's always there. Yeah. Um, I, I You've gone on record, I believe, on the NWA pod with, uh, with Gary Horn saying uh, you'd have to, it'd have to be, uh, you know, you know, a money match, a big match. Uh, so, sure, Cody. Yeah, exactly. Cody Nick three. You know, Rhodes Aldis three. Uh, would you would you put the NWA championship on the line for that? Sure. I mean, I think to me, I think at this point, uh, I think that's 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 the that's as defining a part of the rivalry as as the rivalry itself is the fact that it's. It's yeah. about the championship. Yeah. History. Um, some may disagree with that, but I think that when you take the, the reason that the reason that the magic was there the first time was because I heard a great I, I heard a great uh, quote from Dana White, which I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember it verbatim. But he basically said, as a fight promoter, his job is to make is to by the time the belt you know by the time that the, the two fighters are in the ring 
his job as the promoter is to get the audience, you know, to be in a, in a place where they're unsure about who's going to win. Because obviously, you know, with MMA and boxing and things like you've got, you know, you've got the odds makers in Vegas and they're sitting there going, okay, this guy's the favorite, you know, and you've got all the pundits and all the different people and they're saying this guy's, this guy's going to win. Is it your, your job as a promoter is to make the people unsure, is to, you know, put that, put that, you know, amount of the right amount of doubt in their mind where they go, I don't know who's going to win this. And when you look at uh, All In, you know, the, 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 it could have very easily just been, okay, here's a match for Cody to have a big, you know, to have a nice moment. But it was clear, you know, particularly by the reaction at the beginning of the match, it was clear that by the time we got there, the people had, had got to a point where they went, I'm not really sure what's going to happen here because it was a groundbreaking situation. It was the NWA allowing its world champion to defend the title on a show that was not theirs, mm -hmm. a show that was sanctioned by Ring of Honor, who the challenger was currently under contract to at that time. So, you know, we have a history of this. Like we're, we've said this from the beginning. That's why I, that's why I said that earlier in that in that tweet. You know, because obviously we're celebrating uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. You know, stepping up and and, and, and moving onto that stage. And we've said that you can go back and listen to interviews I did in uh, 2017. You know, and in, and in the early part of 2018, when the when the seeds were being planted for All In, where I said, we're open to work with anybody. I'll defend this title. I've defended the title in like seven different countries, four different continents. I've defended it in Ring of Honor, House of Hardcore. You know, I've defended it in in, in China, you know, like Australia, like, you know, Puerto Rico. It's like, you know, we've, we've um, you know, we've been very consistent with that. And... So this should not this should not come as a big surprise to anyone who's been listening to what I've been saying and realizing that I'm not bullshitting. Yeah, I've heard you on Busted Open Radio on Sirius several times, and uh, you you did you you that's exactly what you said. Those are the words that came out of your mouth. Uh, as far as the NWA Championship goes, uh, right before this pandemic hit, which uh, we've all been trying to uh, stay sane and stay strong through. Uh, you were uh, set up to defend versus a uh, friend of yours, Marty Skrull, at the Crockett Cup. Uh, when you do put that NWA title on the line again, will it be against Marty Skrull, or is that something on the back burner for this time? It will be uh, against I mean, whichever challenger is, yeah. you know, is is presented to me and agreed upon, you know, between me and the NWA, that's, you know, that that's pretty much it. Um, you know, we have, as of now, you know, right. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, def I'll be defending the title in Texas next week uh, in, a, in a triple threat match with Jeff Cobb and a third man to be determined by battle Royal. And then on the, on the, the first episode of, uh, of the, of the new, uh, project with united wrestling network primetime live which is going to be on pay-per-view uh, on tuesday nights so you know and the, and the we're, we're working we're working as we speak on uh finalizing the details for that challenger um and look like you know it's the same same with with marty as in and ring of honor as it is with cody and AEW and mm -hmm. and you know 
or WWE or whoever else want to step up because they know where we are, you know, just, just make the price right. Would you guys, would you and the NWA be open to somebody from the WWE challenging you? Prices? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. It's the real world's championship, man. That's right. This, 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 this is the lineal heavyweight championship of the world. Every, every heavyweight championship of the world, you know, or certainly in the United States has, has in some way spawned from this championship, including the WWEs. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, I don't want to give them the WWE, but you know, there's the whole, uh, you know, Orton and, and Flair and Flair's record. I mean, Flair, I mean, he, he, originated from the nwa championship so sure there is that connection right they acknowledge yeah they acknowledge yeah. They, they acknowledge the the uh you know the nwa yeah. um you know on several occasions yeah um you mentioned the 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 new deal with the united wrestling network uh with fight uh can you just uh for the people in the chat tonight and and when we push out the youtube let them know uh exactly what that's about and how it came about well, uh, the United Wrestling Network comprises of uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Arizona, uh, Memphis. Uh, it's operated by David Marquez, who, as many people yep. will know, works with works with the NWA. was was involved with the NWA prior to uh, to Billy Corgan taking on the organization. So there's there's a long history there, established relationship. David obviously was a, 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 a broadcaster for NWA Power, um, and Basically, uh, an opportunity was presented to him uh, by on-demand pay-per-view and, uh, and Thunder Studios, world-class facility in Long Beach, California. Um, and then, then, you know, Fight got on board because, listen, yeah. if it's involving the NWA, Fight want in because we, we do numbers for them. And uh, so, it, it, we, you know, it, it was a, a concept as a weekly, weekly show that will be at a low price point on pay-per-view to basically to allow uh, anyone participating, including the NWA, who are obviously participating in a sort of prominent way, uh, the chance to sort of showcase their money matches. Because, look, we've been authentic from day one. We tell the truth. We, we uh, you know, with, with, the, with the conditions as the way they are, it, would, it just wouldn't make any sense for us to do power. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we wouldn't want to, honestly... I wouldn't want to bastardize that show by doing it without an audience because the audience is such a vital part of that show. Very true. Uh, so I think for us, you know, we've, we've, we've bootstrapped a lot of stuff in the past. I mean, the 10 pounds of gold series, you know, people were asking us these same questions then. what are you guys doing? Like, what is this about? Like, what's the plan? You know, but yet once we had a title match and we were building something, you know, there was a whole lot of interest in it. So, um, what I think you'll see over time is that certain certain pay-per-views in that series will will be more you know you know primarily focused on the NWA, but ultimately it's kind of going to be almost like a UFC type situation where we're going to sit down you know Billy and myself and Maureen and others who are involved and David obviously Marquez and and uh, and we we're gonna we're gonna figure out what what are the what are the money matches that people are going to pay to see. And we're going to, you know, decide when they're going to go, when they're going to happen. We're going to make, you know, we're going to contact all the wrestlers and see when they can make it happen and try to, you know, try to make these prize fights essentially. And then, um, 
you know, promote them accordingly. It, you know, like I said, yeah. we're not expecting everyone to buy a pay-per-view every week. Right. Like, but we're, you know, we'll expect NWA fans to buy certain ones, you know, UWN fans to buy certain ones, New Japan fans to buy certain ones. If New Japan talent are involved, which I think they might be, you know, and anyone else who wants to sort of involve, you know, be involved in, in that situation. So um, it's just, and, in, in, and also uh, for us in the, you know, the, the bonus is that obviously being able to get into a world-class production facility like Thunder Studios, we get to, you know, we're, we'll be able to record a lot more original content for YouTube and Patreon. So that's, that's pretty much the plan going forward. You mentioned New Japan. Uh, is there anybody anybody in New Japan that you could that you would enjoy getting in the ring with? Oh, several. I mean, you know, the, the talent roster is like second to none. I mean, when you talk about in ring performers, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to put New Japan right up there with you know with any other any promotion in the world. You know, and and honestly, uh, as much as as much as I'm bombarded with the uh, the talk of Cody oldest three, I would probably say that after after Cody, uh, and and probably Marty, the next guy that gets brought up the most is probably Okada. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and I've, and again, I've said I've I've known Okada since he was a you know was, was since he was in TNA, you know, ten years ago. Yeah. Or you know, and and we were both pretty much in the same position at that point. We were pretty low on the totem pole, you know, but we and and. So, like, this, you know, the man has earned his position, and I, and I, I, you know, take great pleasure in seeing him become, you know, the, the, the guy that he's become, because we're around the same age, around the same size, and we kind of have, you know, we, we got on well, and like, I, you know, and I, I, you know, I think I, I related a lot to him, because, you know, yes, I'm not, I'm not Japanese. I didn't mm-hmm. speak, you know, I spoke the language and stuff, but it was still weird for me to come to America and just be sort of plopped in Orlando and be like, here you go. Like right now, you, you know, go <laughs> figure it out. And that's, you know, that's what he was like me and he, he and I, I remember seeing him once walking to the gym from, uh, from the hotel that they used to put everyone up at in Orlando. And it's a pretty long walk. And I used to do the same thing because when I first came, I couldn't rent a car and, you know, yeah. I didn't really know any better. And I remember seeing him do that once, you know, and I was just, uh, you know, so I, I've sort of always related to him on that level. Um, so it's cool to see, you know, how, how our journeys have all sort of progressed, you know, all in was a really cool example of that. We were all sitting there, you know, cause at one point, you know, this one of the, the sort of the kind of uh, forgotten locker room in TNA was like, myself okada the young bucks jay lethal you know like and and here we all were like and three of us at that point were, were world champions of you know respected promotions so it was like and we're on this huge show you know this history making show and and obviously the bucks were like the driving force behind it so it was kind of like it was this cool moment where we all kind of looked around and went man 10 years you know yeah. what can happen in 10 years yeah you know? why do you think and, and there's probably not an answer for it because it is part of the journey. But uh, TNA Impact at that time, ten years ago, they dropped the ball on people like Okada and uh, yourself. Uh, what's the reason for that? I don't. I don't. I always. I always think that's a, that's a really oversimplified. Yeah. Um, thing like people love to say that because you know you like, 
oh, you know, WCW had Steve Austin yeah. and they had The Undertaker and they had, you know, and they had uh, uh, Triple H. Like, and it's like, yeah, they did when they weren't ready yet. Like, yeah. they needed those, everything, everything forms a tapestry, you know, to make you who you are. Like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sort of comfortable in my own skin like I am now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the sort of uh, comfort level with my promos and my presentation and, and, and everything like that. Had I not, you know, who, who knows what it would be like if everything had just fallen into place, right. you know, it's like, you have to sort of, you know, eat shit a few times and take your lumps and sort of have some disappointments and develop a little bit of a sort of callousness and, and a sort of a healthy kind of cynicism. Cause I think it all kind of, it all kind of, comes together and creates this sort of personality that make you know so then when the audience are looking at you they're looking at a guy and they go you can't this guy's unshakable you know and it's you see it with guys who who have a, you, you see certain guys who just kind of they seem to have this sort of constant rise and the thing with that is almost every time inevitably something will you know there will be a meltdown there will be some sort of when when they because the first time they taste, you know, a, a, yeah. a bump in the road, they like they don't know how to handle it yet, and they and you know, and it, so there's a there's a sort of fragility to it, and I think that um, when you see like like TNA, I mean the talent roster that TNA's had, you know, over over the course of its quite short lifespan. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's it's it's, it's an insane when you look at the, all the talent that TNA has had. But a lot of it, they just they they had those guys when they were still green, like me. Yeah, you know, like Jay, like a lot of guys, because you you know you've got to you've got to find yourself. And uh, for me, it's like <laughs> I got to uh, yeah, I got thrown in at the deep end on national television, international television. Um, which wasn't necessarily great uh, for my sort of, I guess, for the reputation with the audience. Um, because obviously then there's a lot of fans that are just going to kind of write you off yeah. and be like, oh, he sucks or he's green or whatever. You know, kind of like Bruce Pritchard did. Or, <laughs> but, the, but the flip side of that is that you get to work with, you know, you're a kid and you're like in your, you know, early 20s. And instead of being at wrestling school with a bunch of other kids your age and, you know, and, and just like... <laughs> you know taking bumps at wrestling school you're um, i was getting to work with kurt angle aj Styles, samoa joe you know beer money the dudleys doug williams like just just this incredible amount of talent sting i mean you oh, know good lord and it's like I, you know you can't i i can't you could, i could never have paid for that education no priceless yeah uh you 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 mentioned a name in there, and I I, I wasn't going to bring it up. Uh, Bruce Pritchard, he didn't see your it factor. He didn't see it. Uh, you've gone on busted open. You you I mean we all know anyone that's in in follows wrestling at all heard it uh, knows. Uh, my question for you, and you don't need to answer, and I'm not even expecting an answer. But uh, most recently, we saw a a Hall of Famer. A, a female wrestler who's phenomenal uh, get get poorly booked, in my opinion. Uh, it, it, is that backlash from from what was said? 
let me ask you that. Do you think that do you do you think that it's possible that that was the case? Yes, I'm a hundred percent believe that is the reason. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> it ultimately, uh, and that's sad. You know, how, how, there's there's you know you, you can't yeah you can't um <laughs> you can't prove it you can't no but no, I can't. anyone with you know anyone with half a brain can smell that stench yeah yeah yeah. And that's sad, and that's horseshit. And moving on, uh, we we were talking about uh, the NWA and Fight. How you guys uh, are intertwined in some sense. You have a new hat with Fight. You're you're putting on a new hat. You're some sort of correspondent. Yes, uh, be a, be a broadcaster for Fight. Yeah. So um, nice. Uh, I've, I've anyone who knows me would know that I've you know had a lot of aspirations to to move into broadcasting eventually, and have done have have done so on a few different occasions. Uh, you know, even. Um, you know, broadcasting entire Ring of Honor shows and yeah. things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, this was um, this was a good, a really cool opportunity that's been presented to me to, um, you know, to be a correspondent and talk to, you know, a lot of different personalities from boxing and MMA. You know, I'm big, I'm a big fan of both of those sports. So it's and and you know, who knows what other sports because Fight have had tremendous growth and they've moved into a lot of other areas now that they weren't covering before. So. Uh, it's an opportunity for me to sort of expand my horizons a bit as the broadcaster and and cover other sports and and I will co- you know I will occasionally cover some wrestling stuff yeah. as long as it's not a, a conflict of interest or a sort of uh, an awkward situation you know I don't I, I wouldn't expect to see me uh, interviewing someone who could potentially be challenging me for the title anytime soon <laughs> but you know if, if there's a if if there's if there are certain personalities that that they think it would work for me to talk to, then I will. But yeah, it's I'm I'm particularly looking forward to sort of um, getting stuck into covering uh, boxing and MMA. Awesome! I look forward to that. Two more topics, and then I'm going to let you go. I don't want to keep you all night. Uh, you've been phenomenal. Uh, I I uh, I'm a big wrestling figure guy. I got all my LJNs, all my Hasbro's down here. My kids play with them all. You yourself have a, a wrestling figure out right now. Uh, what's that like? Well, it's available for uh, pre-order. Pre-order, yes. yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Be cool. I mean, look, I've had a couple of toys through my career. I've got, I've got one sitting here actually on my uh, shelf. This one of my TNA toys. But mm-hmm. uh, the, um, yeah, this, this, this one's really cool because it's, um, it's a. It's a brand new company, Cella Toys, out of the UK. Uh, they're, you know, and it's and it's a, it's a, it, this. I'm literally their first product, um, yeah. you know, and it's a, and it, and and I, I, they approached me and they were very professional and you know and I just I I felt a a genuineness from them um, that they would you know they were fans and they were you know they're they're a couple and they wanted to sort of you know they they, they had this dream to start a company and do you know and make make toys and i and and the fact that they came to me uh was very flattering you know that they yeah. thought i was i was the, you know a good bet to start with you know for a licensing deal uh we made the deal pretty easily um <laughs> it's funny because you know you're talking about like a small independent company that yeah. are going to sell exclusively online you know and it's a limited run but i've already made more money from that toy than I made from my TNA ones or <laughs> my gladiators ones, because it's like the royalty, you know, by the time yeah. it's like, by the time it's like the net profit, then this and that and everything else taken out of it. It's like, you don't make anything. 
Um, another uh, accomplishment or or uh, that that you have that I'm amazed with. I've had the Retromania wrestling guys on this show uh, right when they were just getting started, and uh, you you are a part of that. You are going to be in their video game. What does it feel like to be uh, digitized in in uh, Retromania wrestling, which is uh, it's just phenomenal. That that one that that one's been that one's exciting. Yeah, me. it's been fun. It's been a long time coming. You know, mm-hmm. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about this game for like two right? years almost. Pam, that, but that uh, you know, yeah. it's like again, they're they're um, they're you know they're kind of bootstrapping a lot of it, which I again I admire that. I, I like being. After you know, after my experience with with this company, being able to sort of resurrect a brand that was you know essentially on life support, and really you know really kind of work from a startup perspective to get to you know to to where we are now. I, I have a you know I have a sort of I have a kind of a um, I really have a, a kinship with with others that are trying to do the same thing. So like when RetroSoft approached me again. You know, it, it parlayed into a, a wider deal, licensing yeah. deal with the NWA because it just fit. And it was the same, like the same thing with Cella toys. Like the style of that toy is going to be in very much in the in the spirit of the Hasbro figures. It's the same style. It's a retro style toy. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those things where the time, you know, timing is everything in life. And, you know, I think that when you look at part of the reason for the success of the NWA in the current incarnation is because of that kind of modern retro cool sort of element to it. And I think the same can be said about Retromania and about the, you know, this toy and it's, you know, it all, it all just kind of fits together. So like, that's, you know, that's, (laughs) I've almost kind of, that's almost my sort of niche in the industry now is that like people like to think of me as this sort of throwback. Traditional. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's sort of it's a throwback, but it's like a modern throwback. It's a you know it's a throwback, but with a modern twist because all all our stuff's digital, yep. all the stuff's online. You know, video this video game's going to be, uh, you know, on like Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PS4, PC. So it's like it's you know it's just, and yeah, I, I might have to. I was joking with uh, <laughs> someone the other day. I might have to figure out Twitch so that I can start doing some uh, Twitch streams when this game comes out because I I'm not a gamer at all. No. Like, I haven't. <clears throat> the last console I owned was an N64. Wow, that's a good console you know? role. And then, then I became an adult and had things <laughs> to do. So, I, so when I, I've tried to play like, have you ever seen Clueless Gamer with Conan yeah. O'Brien? Yes, I have. Like that's me. Like that's basically me. I'm sitting there going like, "There's too many buttons. Like I'm just going to mash all the buttons and those kind of things." Yeah. But with this one, it's kind of like oh, I'm pretty sure I can wrap my head around Retromania. Yeah, I. uh you know, I grew up playing video games and all that fun stuff. But as I get older, uh, and my my oldest daughter gets older, <laughs> so she's eleven, and she'll play a video game with me. You know, we we played uh, this game on the PS4, Fall Guys, and I'm just like my my reaction time is gone, and 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 all this stuff, and she's doing things I've never seen. But uh, I and then I'm like, oh man, I'm old now. This <laughs> this this isn't Mario. Uh, I tried. I, I I tried playing Halo oh. um, like years and years ago, yeah. and that was it for me. I just I just went. I'm out. I can't do this. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um. Anyways, champ. What I like to do at the end of every show is uh, give give my guests a proverbial mic. Uh, I'm gonna hand it to you. 
You can put over anything you want. You can say anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. You can do literally anything you want, and I will not interrupt you. The floor is yours. All right. Well, for any of any of you uh, watching or listening who have not yet uh, familiarized yourself with the NWA or the entire NWA catalog, I would encourage you to go to youtube.com slash NWA. All of our content is right there and it's free. And, you know, 21 episodes of NWA Power in full can be binge watched. All the episodes of the 10 Pounds of Gold series, including the ones that covered Cody and I all in and Cody and I NWA 70. I think actually the full match, uh, the, yep. the full match from with Cody and I from uh, NWA 70, two out of three falls, I think is, is on the channel now. Um, and then as for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Nick Otis, and you can find me on Instagram at Nick Otis and verified on both. So hit me up, and uh, all my other information is is pretty easy to find. If you want a if you want a custom made diet and training plan, I can do that for yeah. you. Go to my website nickoldis.com. And in the meantime, uh, follow the NWA on all the socials at NWA. Very simple, and you'll get all the updates and information there as to what's happening next with the brand as far as. Uh, primetime live uh, on fight and pay-per-view and whatever else comes next for the NWA. Awesome. I want to thank you for your time tonight. You've been great and it's been a pleasure to talk to you. No worries. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great night. See you around. Awesome. Awesome. Vanessa. Uh, this guy is called the standing streamer. Yeah!